again, everybody. This is Gene Okerlund, and this is your Royal Rumble Report. Get ready. This coming Sunday afternoon, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, the 1989 edition of the Royal Rumble. The only time you can see 30 World Wrestling Federation superstars in the same match. The rules are very simple. Just prior to the competition, 30 men draw numbers out of a hat. That's the way they enter the ring. You start with two men, and every two minutes thereafter, another man enters the competition. I should point out the luck of the draw is very important. Of course, a man that draws one, two, three, four, five, those early numbers, it's going to be a tough haul. However, on the other end, 25 through 30, those numbers very advantageous for a fresh competitor in the Royal Rumble. No partners, no friends, every man for himself. And you can still pick up on it all by getting on the horn right now. Pick up the telephone. Make the call. Hello and welcome to another episode of By God Almighty! By God Almighty! By God Almighty! Yeah. Wrestling <laughs> Review, the show where we crack open some lovely cans. Uh, it's a lovely can. And have a chat about wrestling of yesteryear, one pay-per-view at a time. My name is Graham, and as always, I am joined by entrant number one, <laughs> Dave. Dave. <laughs> and the participant who drew number two, Dermot. <laughs> Hello. I like that, is, that, 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 that was a good Yeah, that yeah, was good yeah, good. Royal Rumble 89 is this. Excited is this to talk episode? about some... Uh, yeah. Our first Royal Rumble. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was unsure how it would go. We'll find out, I suppose. We, we will find out whether this... Uh, episode airs or not is <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Royal Rumble 89 um, nothing really much good. first Royal Rumble was in 88 they did 20 men uh, but it was a TV special it yeah. went up against the Bunkhouse Stampede mm. so I'm guessing it was absolutely brilliant in comparison to that shit pay per view much worse anyway if you don't know about the Bunkhouse Stampede I think it's episode maybe 7 or 8 go back and have a listen it's the worst thing of all or me. don't if you don't want to be severely depressed oh yeah <laughs> that too that's it that's but do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so shall we kick it off? Yeah, or sounds good. Jeremy, you look like you're. No, no, okay. no. Let's, yeah. let's go. It's Royal Rumble 1989. No partners, 30 opponents. By the way, I didn't make that up. That's the WF having really terrible math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how many opponents. opponents? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, idiots. <laughs> Hulk Hogan, Bad News Brown, Axe and Smash Demolition. Hakeem the African Dream, the Red Rooster, and Jake the Snake Roberts, Luke and Butch the Bushwhackers, Greg the Hammer Valentine, Andre the Giant, Rick Martel, the Rockers, Big John Stad, and the Honky Tonk Man, Rugged Ronnie Garvin. And the Brain Busters, Tito Santana. And the Powers of Pain, the Big Boss Man. And Coco Beware, Hercules. Outlaw Ron Bass, Mr. Perfect, Brutus the Barber, the Million Dollar Man, 
the Macho Man, Randy Savage, all participating in the Royal Rumble. January 15th, 1989, from the summit in Houston, Texas. First pay-per-view out of the state of Texas, with an attendance of 19,000. That's quite a quite crowd. Nineteen? Yeah, I, th- I think for, for the average the, for some of the reported reporting. numbers that yeah. that WB have kind of put out there, before, like in the past, it might seem a bit low, but I think it's a realistic number. Yeah, for an indoor it's, stadium. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's definitely a lot bigger than the NWA places that we've seen. Anyway, oh, Jesus, yeah, one hundred percent. The commentators for this one are, as always, Gorilla Monsoon and Jesse the Body Ventura. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed them. I thoroughly enjoyed Jesse Ventura. Yeah, yeah. I um, thought he fucking knocked it uh, out of the park. I'm a Gorilla Monsoon fan, and I won't say exactly, but. We'll get to it. There was a point when I was like, actually, just wanting there, to there was from... there was several points, but I think, yeah, yeah. it's I not actually, his fault. No, I think Gorilla Monsoon got worked. <laughs> <laughs> I think he became a mark, and he was like, get you know, he, he seemed like he was getting frustrated at the heels, and it was just, he was he was like, was like completely like, defending the babyfaces when they were yeah, so he, wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't even defending them. He was literally was going, like, "Ah, oh, well, fuck off." It was like he was a color commentator almost, because like you yeah. know, uh, Ventura was like, "What do you call that gorilla?" And then you know, gorilla, so if, like, if, I call it ingenuity. Yeah, you know, yeah. where it's actually just blatantly cheating. <laughs> you know, outrageous, <laughs> outrageous. Right, so we'll kick on with the first match, which is we're told at one point we're told international rules, another point we're told intercontinental rules. Yeah. It's a two out of three falls. Six-man tag team match. It's Dino Bravo and the Fabulous Rougeau's Jacques and Raymond against Hacksaw Jim Duggan and the Hart Foundation, Brett and Jim. Mm-hmm. Well, Brett Hart and Jim Neidhart. <laughs> Not just Brett and Jim. Yeah. I was just going to work out what the intercontinental or international rules for the two out of three falls. The only thing that I could get was they made a point of that whoever got pinned in the fall and whoever did the pin had to start the next... Yeah, they seem to have got like a 60-second rest yeah. period or something. So like I that, don't know yeah. if that was what the international rules were. Possibly, yeah. I don't know how it got it into my head, but I was under the impression that it was two out of three falls, but also elimination. I, oh. don't, I don't know how I got that into my head. Yeah. And then after the first pin, I was like, why is he still there? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not a bad thing to get into your head ah, either. No, no, like, I was just like, imagined yeah. it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so like this, this kind of starts off the big powerhouse faces, Duggan and Jim mm-hmm. Neidhart running fucking roughshod over the hills, basically. And then Brett comes in and does his thing of like, he gets all the technical near falls, small packages, sunset flips, all that sort of thing. And then they they kind of do a cool, it's outrageous, but I think it's a cool spot where they get all three heels in one corner and they fucking smash them. Yeah. Where Jim comes in and he's just like, (laughs) (laughs) crushing the three of them in the corner. Brett whips Jock off the rope, he reverses it. And Raymond pulls the top rope down and Brett spills to the outside. So he gets thrown back in. And Dino hits him with his finisher, the sidewalk slam, or side suplex, as Gorilla likes to call it. And then they hit their finisher, Bomb Le Rouge, which is basically like a spine buster and a diving arse drop. (laughs) (laughs) Really, that's what it is. And they get the first fall on Brett at 4 minutes, 22 seconds, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty quick. The first fall, yeah. Yeah, I was surprised that it was that quick. Yeah, but I suppose if you're going to have three falls, there's no harm having an early one. That's very true. Um, The good thing about this part of the match is that Brett's in there for ages and yeah. his selling is oh really good oh my god he, he basically becomes the face in peril for the next six minutes or so yeah, and, and it's, it's really good it's great selling yeah. the weird thing about this whole time when Brett's in peril the crowd start chanting USA USA for Bret Hart of all well, the- well no I know they're encouraged by Jim Duggan though yeah it's not yeah. the crowd being and no but the best bit is Jesse points it out he goes why are these idiots chanting for USA Bret Hart's from Calgary <laughs> <laughs> and of all the characters like for, for what Bret Hart would become 
for him to get USA chances. Uh, I was just thinking there. I was interesting. like, I was like, I wonder what's going through Hitman's head. Is he just fucking fuming and they're just going fucking Yankee bastards? <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a good, it was a good at least the fourth. Well, I, I thought overall first ball was pretty good. I, I liked how the Rougeaus were announced from Memphis. Yeah, they're most certainly not disappointed. Still didn't get to hear their entrance music. We'll get there one day. We'll get there one day. So the second fall kind of kicks off. As we said, Bret Hart gets the fucking shit kicked out of him. Shot goes from a monkey flip, which Bret reverses into an atomic drop. And he gets the hot tag to Duggan. I still popped. I fucking hate Duggan, but I was like, that's a whopper hot tag. And they went absolutely nuts as well. They blew the loud hug. Duggan comes in, starts punching the face off all the heels, flooring them all. And then he does a kill thing where he slingshots both the hard fit. Like he slingshots yeah, yeah, Anvil yeah, yeah. in first. That was fucking deadly. Then he slingshots Hitman in and then he drops an elbow himself yeah. and pins Raymond to get the second fall at just past 11 and a half minutes. I thought that spot was... Yeah, it was... It was fucking cool. Like, I think it was probably the, the best Jim Duggan performance that we've seen Oh so my far. God. Yeah, it was about yeah. this point in the match I was actually thinking, well, I could actually get into Jim Duggan. I like him. And then uh, he would quickly wreck that for me again. Yeah. Go on. I think I know where, uh, how he would do such well, a just thing. Just like, he, he's meant to be a face and he just starts being a complete dick and just grabs his two by four, smacks him around in the back mm-hmm. of the head. And then this is the part where Gorilla is made to look really stupid because yeah. he's oh, yeah, like the, trying the to the defend. Match, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's trying to defend Duggan even though he's blatantly just breaking the rules and hitting them and he like has no real comeback for no Jesse. comeback Jesse is just pointing out like, Jesse, like what a blatant even, cheater Jesse, he is Jesse even says he's like if I if I said that you'd give out to me but yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's basically pointing out what I'm getting angry at I'm like and he's like oh I'd call that ingenuity yeah whereas yeah. if like you know Frenchie Martin had used like something to crack one of the Hart Foundation he would have been Jesse Ventura would have been defending him because yeah. that's his job yeah and Gorilla Monsoon would have been like oh no you can't yeah, 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 yeah. it was it was weird alright and that kind of you could see that going through the entire show it, like, yeah. and it got worse and worse yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. it was so it was so weird and there was one second or there was one bit towards the end I won't go too far into it, but he just stopped being able to use words he just wasn't finishing his sentences really? like, yeah, yeah stopping his words yeah, halfway yeah. through so, I, I really yeah. enjoyed this match though I was impressed by the Rougeau brothers they were like, really good I know like, we've seen them a good few times before yeah. but I've never really kind of seen them pop too much if you know what I mean but like I, I enjoyed their, their work in this match alright so we, the faces are back in control Duggan does do a stupid thing where he tries to attack the heels in the corner and they just manhandle yeah <laughs> and I don't know if it was a botch or what the story is but Duggan gets a beating for a while and then for his hot tag just gets absolute I was thinking right they're going to beat up Duggan and he's going to get a hot tag and then Dino Bravo inverted atomic drops him and Duggan just falls back towards his own corner and then just like reaches up nonchalantly and just the tags Brett in and I'm like lame. that was kind of lame so Brett hits Bravo with a backbreaker and he goes to climb the turnbuckles but it's pushed off by Raymond which pisses Anvil off he comes in like a fucking monster sprints across the ring unleashes fury on everyone the ref's trying to split it all up and while the ref's distracted Duggan like Derm said yeah. gets his 2 by 4 out cracks Bravo on the back of the head and Brett gets the pin at 15 minutes 42 seconds to take the third fall and win the match for the Hart Foundation and Duggan good opener good. solid opener very solid opener yeah. I, don't, I don't really have too much bad like, to say about it I was kind of looking at it going Rougeau's and Hart Foundation yes yeah exactly Bravo That's exactly and what Duggan I, was thinking. Yeah. They, I think they kept the Melva enough to make it a, a, a good match they kept yeah, yeah. you know yeah, yeah, they yeah. gave Duggan the hot tag and Bravo was in and out every now and again but they didn't have prolonged periods in the ring where you'd be like fuck off that's kind of what I anticipated it would be when I like saw the, the, the lineup. like you know yeah. 
you know, I would say the Heart Foundation doing most of the work with the, along with the Rougeaus and the other two kind of we'll older, bigger names, yeah, kind of, yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. Just just tagging in every now and then to do a couple of bits or maybe get the finish or whatever, like, you but know. That's what, that's what you need because they're both shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we move on from this match, all important to get the count started. We've definitely oh, yes, got Jimmy yes. Hart out there. We which do is indeed. One. One of them. One of them. I don't know if I you think, could call Brett. Yeah, yeah like Brett just has long nah, hair. Brett is like a, Brett is like a fucking seventies rock star. Yeah, style. and hacksaw. Yeah. It's not. It's Hacksaw's not a mullet. Right, yeah, it's just it's, long hair. So yeah, we've is. got we've got Jimmy Hurt. We're, one, we're on the board. Rumble. Yeah, we're on the board. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. On the board. As it's the Royal Rumble, we get a couple of segments of stars picking their numbers out of the drum. Firstly, we get Ted DiBiase, who's unhappy with his pick, and then he kind of cl- calls Slick from off camera, and he's like. What did your boys get? And Slick's like, oh, we got some really good numbers, man. Really good numbers. And he's like, oh, I want to cut a deal with you. That want, was amazing. I want to cut a deal. And I fucking They love walk off that. and like, the official is like, gentlemen, gentlemen, come, yeah. come back, come back. Yeah. That was really cool. Honky Tonk, who was pissed off. Yeah. Understandably yeah, so, yeah. I think. The Bushwhackers were fucking gas. Yeah. They're like punching each other to try and get in. And then they're like, oh, I got a doozy, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do and you want to swap? Yeah. And then they end up swapping. <laughs> and, oh, it's fucking good stuff. Bad News Brown is the most aggro number picker in the world. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> There's good news for bad news. <laughs> he got a shite number. He got like nine or something. Yeah. Jake Roberts does his usual stick, cuts a little mini promo on Andre, you know, on his like whispery voice. Yeah. The Rockers have to be the blandest they, people in the world. I was world. just about to say that. Oh they were just like, good yeah, man. Good, good luck. luck. Yeah, yeah, it's just a hand. It's like, yeah, woo. Fuck off. It's so weird seeing that and seeing what Shawn Michaels will become. Like, you know. Yeah. But I was like, these lads need to get a, an injection of personality. Yeah, they definitely. Were, they were bad. Match number two. Sorry, Graham. Was <laughs> <laughs> that a, a lovely hand? It's a lovely one. It's a lovely one. Oh, lovely. What was the story? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, the second match is a title match for the WWF Women's Championship. It's the champion, Rock and Robin, against Judy Martin. Dave, mm. what were we going to say? You, were, you had a, a just a sensational query. Sherry doing the promo at the start. The a t- terrible, a t- terrible t- promo and presumptive promo oh, as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What's Sherry doing in the ring? They don't call me sensational Sherry for nothing. Therefore, whoever wins this match, you or you, I challenge the winner, and therefore I will be the Women's World Wrestling Federation Champion once and for all because I am more woman. That either one of you or both put together. Oh, please. And then, yes, and then she, joins, she joins the commentary team. She's not that bad on commentary. I don't think she's uh, as bad. Like, I think Jesse has to save her an awful Maybe lot. that's because what it was. Gorilla says, does some sort of face thing, and she's like, uh, uh, and then Jesse will have a witty comeback, and she's like, yeah, Gorilla. I, I thought she had a few good kind of like quips here and there. Like, yeah. saying, I don't want to be sitting here with you, Gorilla. Jesse's all right. There's something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I didn't really enjoy her commentary. <laughs> now, like, not that there was a lot to Comment go on and what was in the yeah. ring, but I don't think she added anything to it. She, she was just awkward. She didn't really have any chemistry with Gorilla at all. She kind of had a bit with Jesse, yeah. but yeah. it was yeah. Judy Martin looks like she spends her days walking between the pub and Ladbrokes <laughs> with a sheer in her hand at every time. Oh every yeah, yeah. and that leather jacket. Yeah. Even if it's roasting out, she is the vile. And stumbling a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of oh. course. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're not here to judge, you know, people's. Well, we do judge people's appearances. We're not here to judge women on their appearance, but she looks shocking. It's she not really, like no, you she know. Does, yeah. It's not like an. It's not subjective. It's de- everyone. There's not one person who goes, "She's a babe." Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. She's really yeah. bad. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, she's, and what else is really bad is this fucking. The, the in ring work is terrible. Oh. I, I can't like. I can't even really give you a rundown. Like, 
it's back, a few, back a few and forth punches, no psychology, no psychology whatsoever Judy Martin beats Robin up for a while gets a few near falls Robin beats Judy Martin up for a while gets a few near falls the ref seems to be counting slow as if he's worried yeah. one of them won't kick out yeah. in time you know the thing that really annoyed me in this match is the DDT like I know Rock and Robin is Jake's, Jake's sister. half sister or whatever but it's never acknowledged no, it's, on it's not like kayfabe they're not yeah. related and like that is the most over finisher in the entire promotion and for her to just use it for a two count in this oh, match is just yeah, fucking yeah. ridiculous what a bitch the only thing that I will say is it had one nice spot I kind of like that that finish the, the funny finish yeah, was, it was, but it was but it, it's, I think the finish itself like as a finish it's good I thought the execution was poor enough though yeah uh, yeah the way Judy Martin goes down yeah, and the way she yeah, takes yeah. ages to get back but the idea of it was quite nice the fake definitely yeah, yeah. Martin whips Robin to the turnbuckle because she jumps up on the ropes and fakes a big turn and crossbody. Martin ducks out of the way, but then Robin actually hits the crossbody and retains the title at six minutes twenty four seconds. The title will be uh, basically retired by February of the next year. When that's when Robin leaves the company, mm-hmm. and we won't see it again on pay per view until WrestleMania ten. Oh so wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to be honest, after this match, it's not much I of a surprise. I genuinely don't blame Vince McMahon for putting it up. Saying here, this isn't this isn't money. Yeah, but it, I think the whole thing is women at this time, ninety percent of them were all trained under Fabulous Moolah's style, which was garbage. Yeah, but she I, trained them all to be shit, so they wouldn't take all the yeah, yeah. Basically, it's it's kind of sad to see though because like at the Survivor Series. The, we, they we got do a, good, a half decent women's yeah. match and we were saying like we wouldn't mind seeing more of it in all yeah. fairness they were responsible for a lot of that the bomb I, angels yeah, oh, they for, were, that, for yeah. the quality of that match and Christ, then, you know they carried the, 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 yeah, the exactly. other like, uh, whatever eight people there yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but to see like that we're not gonna get another women's match for five years after this it's not really a disappointment but you think back to no. Wrestlemania 1 and like how important that uh, women's match was for the rock and wrestling connection yeah. like, like anytime they do like you know the whole you know, genuine, generally at the start of WrestleMania, another way they do the whole nostalgia, and they have yeah. some voiceover lad going for thirty years, yeah. and they always show Cindy Lauper yeah. and uh, is it Wendy, Wendy Richter? Richter, yeah, yeah, and celebrating in the ring. It's like that's a, that's a WrestleMania moment. They love that term, yeah. And then women's wrestling just turned to shit for like a decade and a half after that. Like it's yeah, it's it's kind of sad in one way, but I'm glad I don't oh, have geez. to watch I'm another match like this for yeah. a while. <laughs> and like, yeah. the one at WrestleMania 10 is Alundra Blaze and Bull Nakano, I think. Yeah. So it'll be respectable at be better least. Better than this. It, it will. Must have been pretty, it must have felt pretty good for them to be part of the first yeah. women's wrestling pay review. Yeah, of course, yeah. Fucking hell. I'm looking forward to that now. Hopefully it's quality. Oh, as opposed to this oh, thing yeah. that was far too long in my opinion. At six minutes. <laughs> It's bad when six minutes is too long. Yeah, it's too long, yeah, that's bad all right, isn't it? We get an interview backstage with Slick and the Twin Towers. You can actually kind of hear the production crew counting them down at the start. Can I don't you? Know if you noticed that. They're no, like, I didn't notice that. Three, two, one. And then they start off, I really liked how he denied knowing Ted DiBiase. He's like, yeah. who? Ted? Ted? I don't know. in a month. And then they show him the footage and he's like, oh, that's Ted DiBiase. I thought you were talking about my gardener, Ted DiBiase. I was like, oh, well. I love it's like he's brilliant. He's the bee's knees. Oh, he, he is. is unbel- oh, 
he's he is so great. Good. Unfortunately, the two lads who he manages yeah. are like I'm a boss man fan, but I think I'm more of an attitude era boss yeah. man. Oh, definitely. Yeah, he's too big. He's like he's the size of him here, and he just yeah. does not look good. But the no. way he just keeps looking into the camera, shaking his yeah, nightstick, yeah. and well, that's bad enough. But the way Akeem is just dancing away the whole. What's time. that about? Like, that fist thing. Is, does he think black people do that? Well. Wasn't, wasn't that Akeem gimmick kind of a shot at Dusty Rhodes? Oh, was it? Oh, was it? Come on, come on, there, Dermot. Well, oh, little tidbit. I love this. <laughs> well, that's that's what I. Dermot's tidbit. <laughs> I've read somewhere uh, that like it was basically Vince McMahon because he couldn't get Dusty Rhodes. He yeah. was kind of you know doing a white guy kind of acting like a black guy doing stupid dances. Oh yeah, like, that yeah, was. Yeah, and he's got that accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah. And that's what he basically. Yeah. Well, well, he instead of just being a white guy from the south who would have been surrounded by a lot of black people, he went for an actual African. Character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, not like you know. African American, like, yeah, from the continent of Africa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, that's why um, Virgil's called Virgil. Uh, yeah, because yeah. Dusty Rhodes' real name is Virgil. Oh, Virgil. Wow. And they, that's why they made the slave Virgil to take a piss out. Jesus. You know I mean? Anyway, lads, do you know what it's time for now? The super pose down. I honestly thought he was thought he said hose down at the start. No, a hose down. It's not we're gonna get sprayed with water or something. It's not like, like it's not fuck? divas circa yeah, No, yeah, I was so like, confused. And then he started doing the muscles and I was like, uh pose down. down. <laughs> I saw a nice sign in the crowd. Repulsive Rick Crude. <laughs> I like that. Lads, what did you make of this waste of my life? Yeah, I think I'm- I'm gonna say, are you now? controversially, are you? that if you tried something like this today, it wouldn't work at all. But for the crowd here, they were really into it. And Warrior was getting yeah, huge pops every time he was Jesus. doing his. Uh, his <laughs> the, the only thing that saved it for me, though, watching it today was the commentators are quite entertaining during this yeah. whole thing oh, yeah. and the yeah. chemistry between Rick Rude and Bobby the Brain Heenan is oh, really it's good. good I think anything Rick Rude Rude's hair is lovely because yeah, it's a mullet it's exactly yes. that's number two ding 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 like you were saying the chemistry there's a bit where you know Rude has that bar for pumping yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Pumping. and Gorilla's giving out about it and he's like Jesse's like Rude was getting pumped up it's a pose down not a wrestling match Yeah, and Gorilla's like well this talking about Warrior this guy doesn't need to get pumped up he's pumped all the time and then there's like two or three second pause and then Jesse just goes yeah well he's an idiot <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that he was just like well yeah. <laughs> like the chemistry between the two commentators is, really, commentators is really good but also like like I was saying Rick Rude and Bobby the Brain Heenan because a lot of the guys Bobby the Brain Heenan manages like they can't do much on the mic so he yeah. has to do everything yeah. for them but but the can. fact that Rude, Rude can, can yeah, and yeah. it's just him and like Heenan having the banter between them yeah like a modern day example of kind of like the banter that CM Punk and Paul Heyman would have had compared yeah, to Paul Heyman just talk. talking yeah. for Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Oh, that's a good, that's I really like the um, the kind of bit in between the third pose and the final pose. Rick Rude was just pumping for ages. Ages. Milking it and getting the oil <laughs> all over. Easy milking it. And like, you know, <laughs> Warrior was coming and was like, ah, hurry up, hurry up. Yeah. Bobby Heaton was like, oh, no, he's got, he's got to do it. He's got to do it. Let him. He's got to take all the time he and wants. And he's going to go, we need uh, about 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Push-ups and all. <laughs> it, was, it was interesting hearing Heenan actually trying to suck up to the people for once. Like, yeah, going, oh, you're all the humanoids. He's like, they have lovely people yeah. in Texas. And then Gorilla's just like, he's lying through his teeth. <laughs> I thought the characters got over very well during this. I event. don't mind the idea of a pose off, but it doesn't need to last fifteen. No, no that's it the, was it I was, was too long. I would have been happy watching highlights need, of it. They didn't need to do four poses each. Yeah, it just it was far too long for me. And you could have easily gotten another good match thing, in here. 
the only two good things was Rude's mullet and and the return of the WF duffel bike. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he carried his, his pumping iron in. I liked it. So like they pose off personally, controversially. I think Rude won. I think Rude has the better body. What can I say? <laughs> you know what I mean? What can I say? That's if I was to say which body would you rather have? I'd rather have Rick Rude's body because he don't look like a juice nut. That's true. You know what I mean, I mean Rude is probably on the juice as well, but he doesn't make it so fucking obvious like the warrior <laughs> he's not as massive no. but he's just really cut up and who won it for you Dan? who got you going oh Jesus uh, did you see Rick Rude's mullet oh. never mind about the poses <laughs> <laughs> and that moustache yeah. oh good god so it's, it's, I give it to Rick Rude yeah, as well yeah. but like, that's, I think that's, I think that's just because we're all big I'm a big Rick Rude, Rude, Rude Mark Derm yeah. <laughs> yeah. is a, is oh, a big warrior Mark, so, yeah but, but uh, no in this case yeah, Rude, I'd give Rude it to Rude's abs <laughs> right so this this ends with you know the crowd. It's the crowd of the judges, so the crowd give it to. Well, the whole reason it started was because of the Slammys. Rude won the Jesse the Body Award. Yeah, yeah. Which was like you know, bias Jesse Ventura. So people were pissed off. So this is going to be the crowd get to vote, and they obviously vote Warrior. So Rude gets pissed off, picks up his pumping iron, and he leathers the Warrior in the head. That's the stiffest fucking. Yeah, I've ever it was seen fucking horrible. Life. Oh my god, how did he get? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, and. Obviously, it was really stiff, so he probably was really in pain. But I thought Warrior actually sold that beating quite well. And then when oh, he gets up and he doesn't really, know where he is, yeah. although he definitely was a, a reckless, careless fucker with those people. With the yeah, with the it reps bad, and everything. Like, yeah, yeah. Nick Bockwinkle, I think, was one of them, former AWA World Champion, and he clotheslines him or something, or body slams him, and it's so dangerous. And yeah. then he gets Earl Hebner and hurls him across the ring, and I'm like, that could have easily killed him. He yeah. does. He throws him like a child across the ring. And he like tangles in the ropes and falls down. Just hit them a suplex. Or yeah. Like, it, yeah. it was really careless on his part. But he did sell the... He was getting like camel clutched with the bar wrapped around his neck. And yeah. it, it looked... It was very violent, but it yeah. looked really, really good. In just a little while, the Royal Rumble, you'll see the Paws of Pain, the Barbarian, and the Warlord, the two lodges in the Royal Rumble. And let me tell you, I feel sorry for you, Demolition Accent Smash, because you'll be our number one victims. And let me tell you, there will be only one winner. And you happen to be looking at the winner, Master Fuji. <laughs> the first of two promos from Mr. Fuji today. <laughs> okay. Why, I don't know. What did you make of it? Oh, he's, he's the, the winner. winner. He's the... Oh, he's the winner. He's the winner. <laughs> Not the lads that are actually in yeah, the yeah. Uh, in the ring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, I didn't like it. I didn't like it either. Yeah. No, I thought it was probably the worst. Like I can't even remember. It doesn't yeah, stand out for me at all. And then Mean Gene is interviewing Miss Elizabeth, and he's a bit fucking hard on her. Like, yeah, he it, really pushes her for an opinion, cunt. doesn't he? Yeah. yeah, he's like, so if it gets down to Hogan and uh, Savage, who's corner are you going to be? And she's like. Oh, I couldn't possibly pick James. Like, whose corner are you going to pick? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me now. <laughs> leave, fucking leave it out, man. Like, you know what I mean? And then we get a promo from the mouth of the South himself. Oh, you know, my God. This is a good one. It's a good one. It's cheesy as fuck. It is so good. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Jimmy Hart's really, like, yeah. I, I, you know, Jimmy Hart's great. 
but yeah. he's just great. But like to this, this, he does this show, it. I was yeah. fucking sure. really impressed. Maybe with the Royal Rumble. That's right, man. Double trouble. Greg the Hammer Valentine, master of that figure four leg lock, along with a man who can sing, he can dance, he can do it all, baby. That's right. The man himself, the honky-tonk man, Mr. Shake, Rattle, and Roll. Together, I call him Double Trouble. Whatever it takes to win, baby, you can bank on it. We're going to do it. The honky-tonk man, Greg the Hammer Valentine, like we said before, baby, when you mess with a bull, you might get the horn. So, that's halfway through the show, which means it's time for some <laughs> halftime history. Yeah. Halftime history. Halftime history. <laughs> that was my little pinch harmonic there. It was between like Christmas and the second week of January, so basically fuck all happened in the world. <laughs> <laughs> the number one film was Rain Man. We talked about that the last time yeah. it had been released. The only other film of note was Beaches with Bette Midler. That's about it. Oh, wow. so, Never seen it. Yeah. A couple of things like on TV, and this isn't something I would have watched, but it kind of plays into the wrestling thing, is the Arsenio Hall, Arsenio Hall, I'm not too sure of his pronunciation. The Arsenio Hall show began in the US. Talk show, kind of a bit more cool because he's a black lad or whatever. But he, he regularly had WF wrestlers on it. Okay. On the show, it's noted as being the first time where Hulk Hogan publicly denied taking steroids on the show. Yeah, in the I think the mm. name, I think in nineteen ninety he like he asked him like you're so big and you know Hogan obviously yeah. said no says no yeah two different number ones because most of the time it's been like number one worldwide yeah but there's a US number one and a UK and Ireland number one so the UK and Ireland number one is especially for you by Jason Donovan and Kylie Minogue oh well there you go it's a bit of a banger it is a bit of a cracker <laughs> yeah the American number one is my prerogative by Bobby Brown. Later, covered by Britney Spears, <laughs> which is also a fucking yeah banger. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know which one's the bigger banger, but they're both big bangers. <laughs> so that's kind of like I, I don't like like the other stuff happened, but I don't like including vastly negative stuff like ah no fuck that schools getting blown up or ah, like no. terrorist attacks, like the fun stuff. Yeah, if we're if we're still doing this in like fifteen years and we're getting to like around two thousand sixteen, we're gonna have a terrible time. Yeah, because <laughs> the music is gonna be shite yeah. <laughs> and the films are gonna be shite. It's gonna be like number one film is the Ghostbusters remake. The number one song is gonna be like fucking Kanye West or some cack, and then like like Donald Trump is the president or something <laughs> mad. Like I don't know, I don't know. So that's kind of all that was happening. It was the start of the year, you know, like people are fucking they still had their Christmas dinners in their bellies no money no money that sort of way <laughs> so nothing much was happening match number three is to crown the, the king of the World Wrestling Federation it is King Haku versus the former king Harley Race. Dermot, I think you'd like to talk about King Haku's entrance. Ah, his ah, his yes. entrance is amazing. Like he gets brought in on like a throne that's being carried by four kind of minions, one of whom looks suspiciously like Bastion Bugger. 
with hair mm. could have been Bastian Mugger. I was, was sure. going to ask if you recognise any of them. I, I was absolutely on the lookout for Scott Casey. Oh yeah, he, he's the absolute type of bloke who would do that, isn't yeah. he? Like, yeah, who the Another fuck is Scott Casey? A second pay per view appearance yeah, for Scott Casey. Good, yeah. Oh yeah, no, it was a great entrance, excellent Just, stuff. And then, of course, Bobby Heenan. I thought that the whole aspect of the match. Yeah, run, he, he's managing both corner, of them in the neutral in the corner. neutral corner. I thought that was the only good aspect of the match. Kind of like it's a heel versus heel match that doesn't work. Not in 1989. It no, no. Like it's a very, very difficult match to pull off heel versus heel. Even like now, it's like yeah. like you just said nowadays is very, very oh, difficult. Yeah. Like you, you rarely see it done well. So like Ray starts off in control because he attacks Haku before he's even gotten off his throne. Yeah, he dumps the throne over, beats the shit out of him for a while. Race gets shoved into a ring post, so Haku takes control, hits all the martial arts strikes. Then they start exchanging headbutts and no selling them. Yeah, that, that, oh, that looked like they were shoot headbutts, yeah, but they were just was, you know they were taking a minute or two to kind of just absorb weird. it. Like you know, the, the it was thing, very weird. The thing is, both of them kind of have that gimmick of having really hard heads. Yeah, so. well, Samoans are Islanders generally have hard heads, and Harley Race does the diving headbutts. Yeah. But you can kind of see a little bit where Haku is he almost looks like he's ready to go for another round of loafs. Yeah, and Harley Race kind of just is like, no, fuck well, that. The two, of them, <laughs> the two of them are notoriously known to be legit tough motherfuckers yeah, yeah. so like the, if, them are, if they're going to loaf each other I was like I'm not getting it no. yeah, I'm, I not, think, I'm, I'm not getting involved <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's what my problem with this match was because I saw Haku and Hardy Race and I was like I'm going to get to use my catchphrase here about pedophiles in playgrounds <laughs> I was expecting this to be the stiffest match going did you not think and it was stiff it was but I don't know I think my expectations might have been too it high it was just there was a few stiff clotheslines yeah. and kicks and stuff. he loves those was, fucking Harley Race loves those short clotheslines yeah. left arm clotheslines they didn't look particularly good in this match I didn't no. think so Race hits one of those clotheslines then he hits a pile driver but oh, only gets a two count yeah. in the ring oh, yeah, pile yeah. Driver, yeah. they run into each other Cloyd heads and Harley Race falls over like a drunk bastard it's one of the worst bumps I've ever seen in my life back and forth action which is a kind of loose term action yeah. they're outside he goes to pile drive Haku does a backdrop they set the spot up again and he hits a pile driver on the outside and Haku kind of just gets up and yeah. gets in the ring like a pile driver on the outside you should be dead flatlined I know he didn't I know there's mats there they're not like the mats they have now where they're like fucking bulletproof or something the, yeah. these are little tin gym mats pile driver on the outside and I know Gorilla's like oh he didn't get the full effect of that pile driver I'm like fuck off yeah. it's a pile driver <laughs> on the floor that should that should yeah, yeah, match like, over yeah, either you over. don't put that spot in the match or that's the end that's the end yeah like he should have won by a count out but Haku managed to just get up and get back in the ring and then they kind of just they just scrap for a little they just while scrap for a little bit while. I liked the bit where Haku missed his big splash and then Harley Race got up and he missed his dive and headbutt Haku ducks a clothesline, hits his reverse thrust kick, which is yep. basically a big vicious super, super kick. kick. Finishes the match at nine minutes to to be to keep the kingdom basically. <laughs> that kick looked pretty fucking. It was boring. a vicious kick. Yeah, in I did enjoy uh, Jesse Ventura's little introduction where he got on the yeah. Maybe I should run for king. Or, like it, <laughs> the story was a lot better than the match of like I love the way Bobby Heen like. When Haku was doing the beatdowns, he'd be like, he's like come, come on, your Haku, corner, cover yeah, up, cover him. Yeah, yeah. And then when it was the other way around, he's like, come on, Harley, you're doing great. <laughs> yeah. like, that was fun. Yeah. But I'd rather not see this match. I was kind of looking at this match and I was thinking to myself, I know the last time we talked about Dusty being kind of from a bygone era and still wrestling the style that he'd been working mm. 10 years previously. And I was looking at Hardy Race and thinking like, it's like wrestling's kind of passed him by at this stage. He's in his... 
he's about 47 or 48 he's yeah, in he's the, coming to the end of the it end now end of his the yeah. end of the line and it's not pretty like no, no not at all like I mean Haku is and he's only coming back from a very serious injury as well yeah, where he'd he had a bit of metal looks, stuck in his like abdomen his, like he physically looks like an old man like do you know he still I mean? looks he like he beat the shit out of him oh yeah he does he looks like he's, <laughs> he looks like but like he, he looks like you what? know old men that beat the shit out of you oh like, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> like their body is still shit like yeah. Yeah. He, looks, he looks rough as sandpaper like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. can we can we say anything about Haku's hair maybe or? yeah it's a little mini mullet isn't it really I, I, t- I think yeah. we, we can definitely nice and bushy at the back bushy yeah bushy at the back shit match yeah no I wouldn't say I think it's just a bullshit yeah you okay. know, like, so, I mean, like, it's better than the women. It's, it's, <laughs> it's turtleneck. Not, yeah, let's <laughs> say it's not a good match. No, it's no, not. No, it's no. not. So up next is a million promos. Is the Royal Rumble, and they give us. I'll tell you exactly how many promos we get. Ninety-three. Three, four, five, six. Ten promos in a row. It was a lot, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Some more interviews, some more promos. Let, let's do some word association. Uh, well, you can give me a, sn- a few words if you want. <laughs> so, uh, do them in order and tell me what you think. So, first one was Brutus Beefcakes. I, I kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Oi, oh my like, God. Like, it was stupid. It was Brutality is stupid anyway. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know? I like, fucking hated it. <laughs> it I last- got these two weapons. You know? It lasted 20 seconds too long. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, he just, yeah, and he maybe. kept saying he's going to be the sole survivor and was like, that's Mate, that was November. Like. Yeah. <laughs> series, yeah. yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely. I think it's just in his eyes for me. Like he just oh, has yeah. this, like fucking possessed then, or something. Okay, Greg the Hammer Valentine. He also has two fists, mm. two, two weapons. <laughs> he also bored me to one. Oh, oh definitely. Oh, so boring. You know what? I have officially decided I don't like Greg the Hammer Valentine. I don't like. I him officially either. don't like him. You can't bump. No, <laughs> they can't sell. Right now, then we get another promo from Mister Fuji. This time flanked by the powers of pain. Yeah. I'm gonna play it here right now, listeners. Don't listen. No, try to listen to what Mr. Fuji is saying and then see do you notice the very, very, very heavy breathing surrounding him <laughs> for about 90 seconds, okay? So let's just listen to this promo and see which is louder, Mr. Fuji or breathing. Look at my puzzle piece. Show how much endurance I get. They ran 20 miles around Hilton in less than one hour. They just did a thousand push-ups. And look how big they are. Look at their arms, their chest, their thighs. Anybody Royal Rumble, beware, especially you guys, the demolition, because the Royal Rumble is coming in. And because what happens if they should face each other in a match, let me tell you, the only will be one winner, and the winner will be me, Master Fuji will be the big winner. I will take home everything. <laughs> me the winner. <laughs> so like the powers of pain man they're they're fucking ridiculous <laughs> they're bad another promo John Studd he See, try, I think I'm going to say he, he tried his best so he was very like kind of middle of the road wasn't he I like, think the, the problem for me with this is it's 10 promos in a row it's so hard for them to stand out like they just run one into another and there's some good ones some bad ones but by the end of it you can't remember you don't really said, care either care, like, you know, like, yeah. well this is followed by Mr. Perfect yeah who why is he so good at being his namesake yeah <laughs> I was just, he just said the promo I was like yes oh, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah that's it isn't it that's fucking it yeah I'm gonna watch this match now yeah. he's so good he's yeah. perfect he, he does stand out and he's followed by another standout Senor Macho Man Randy Savage ah, yeah. ah of course, of course. Uh, fucking uh, he I was really uh, 
rev for it then because oh shit <sighs> oh shit that's followed by an actual interview with Ted DiBiase I thought it was boring like we already seen Ted DiBiase yeah you should have yeah. left it at that yeah Heenan and the Heenan family I like that one Did, where, where Andre what we're all have fucking nightmares over Andre's <laughs> voice in that fucking promo <laughs> holy fuck I like the way he even turned around to the brain versus God and you threw it away from <laughs> Oh, and you see the two of them going, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's the business, isn't he? Yeah, he's very good. He's so good. Aaron Anderson like says something, and like when you first hear it, you think it's smart, and then you realize yeah, it's that's retarded. Exactly he he goes, he says something like, he says, "We're just gonna count those thirty men as thirty numbers." Yeah, but the men are the numbers. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like, well, yeah, like yeah. you have to count them down. What are you on about, Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> And then the final one is, of course, with himself. Hulk Hogan. Right. Any thoughts on this one? Because it was obviously the longest. You know, thing. the Hulk Hulkamania revival. Ugh. Could not give two shites about your fucking Hulkamania, <laughs> you dirtbag. Yeah. And he's fucking. like, he he basically, he even says in Savage Better Watch Out. And he's like, yeah, he's, he, not, he goes, he's not even trying away goes, from it. And like, he says, the Hulkamaniacs recognize me as their world champion. What and and are you actually surprised that Randy Savage is backstage like saying that shit like you know oh yeah mega powers oh yeah like you know it's like fucking he's meant to be the good guy yeah I know it's ridiculous and he acting mad heelish he basically promo. says he doesn't recognise his mate as the world champion because he's the world... fuck you Hogan so finally we get to the actual match this is one of those matches that I rented from the local video shop I didn't not in 1989 because I was far too young. But I probably would have seen this pay-per-view maybe 94, 93. And the only two things I remember for, from it was how bored I was by the pose down, even as a child. <laughs> and popping for entrance one and two because I thought that was fucking deadly. Yeah, that was great. And I was annoyed the crowd didn't go mad at that because that was the bit, like, the force music plays... Like oh cool This guy Yeah see who comes up next And then the second music plays And it's this music I felt like I felt like I was an 8 year old kid again I was like Fucking Demolition <laughs> And They don't even take it You know they, they, you know the way Nowadays you pro- They probably have a stare down For ages They just they go straight Into beating the shit, shit Over each other I thought that made Demolition look Like badasses Because they were like Definitely We don't give a shit We'll fight Anybody Everybody I thought that was cool. And you'd see the rock stars come in later on as well, or the rockers come in later on, like, and fucking working together, and they're all like, Yeah! Like, yeah. essentially, they're the demolitionary faces at this stage, right? Yeah, they're yeah, the, they're the world for, champs as well. Yeah, and it's like, but they still come in and they just fucking knock the head off each other, yeah. like, they, they, and they do their like clotheslines and fucking axe handles and beat the shit out of each other. Number three, Andre the Giant. What do we think of Andre? I think he. Lasted a lot longer in this match than I was expecting. Same, yeah. Like it wasn't until I don't know maybe about twelve yeah. or thirteen minutes in or something. Yeah, yeah. That he went out. Like, yeah. so Andre comes out. Demolition obviously stopped fighting each other, beat the shit out of him, but they can't quite eliminate him because he's fucking Andre. The yeah. Number four, Mister Perfect. Uh, he goes after everyone. Andre grabs Smash, fucks him over. He's the literally first, just fucks him over. He's the first one eliminated. So, uh, so the lads start teaming up on Andre. When we're we're counting mullets in this match, should we count them as they get eliminated or when they no, come as in? No, they come out as they come out. Oh, so okay. it can be easier. Sorry, we should have went number two smash. Yes. Yeah. So that's four. 
you want to get pen and paper out Okay, so we're on four. Right. Mr. Perfect will be five. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Right, so they're teaming up on Andre. Nothing much really happens in this bit. Then number five comes out. Ronnie Garvin, he's left the NWA. He's over in the WWF. Rugged mm. Ronnie. Yeah. Do you know what I like? I found kind of weird about this Royal Rumble is you get the countdown 10, 9, 8, then they like you have that buzzer like you mm. always have, but then there's no entrance music for anyone except yeah. for and you don't see for about 15 And you hear seconds. the crowd yeah, like cheering or booing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you don't know who's coming out. You just hear the crowd like reacting, but you don't cheering know what they're reacting yeah, to. I did like yeah. the little inlay that they had. That was, that cool, was a nice touch. Rather than cutting straight away, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. kept it so you could still so see the action where you see who's coming in next. So yeah, Ronnie comes in and joins Axe and Mr. Perfect. They go after Andre. He does his rope spot. Yeah. You know where he falls on the ropes. He's tied up for ages, but he manages to fucking take them off. You know, he's Andre. Yeah. He gets Axe in the corner and basically just sits on him. <laughs> basically like a precursor to the stink face. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say that was horrible. Even oh. though it's a work, I'd say even being under there was... Oh, so sweaty. Oh. oh, so bad. Number six comes in. Greg the Hammer Valentine. Number six mullet. on the mullet counts as well. He also joins in the attack on Andre, but doesn't give a shit he just starts swinging digs yeah. and then he hip tosses Garvin over the top rope so there's another elimination <laughs> number 7 comes in Jake the Snake Roberts who has been feuding with Andre yeah. and he goes straight for Andre and Andre like in the Survivor Series fucking kills him chokes the life out of him in the corner beats the crap out of him like that's I, th- I thought that was a bit weird that, honest, like, you know, that Jake didn't get anything in yeah, yeah. he just like, got battered big star yeah. like you know yeah he just got he just got battered there's a quote here Gorilla's like giving out as why is Andre like so like he's so incensed at killing Jake and Jesse's like what do you mean why is why is he going mad you know why he's going mad and Gorilla basically nonchalantly says what did he do you just gave him a mild heart attack <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, not his fault yeah, he's yeah. afraid of snakes yeah that's like he, gave, he could blatantly see the man was afraid of snakes and he fucked a snake on him Kayfabe heart attack you know, yeah, but even you don't no, see but the fact day. that he even he yeah even, he trivialised the heart attack he basically yeah. said I only get ah, fuck off he only it's only a mild one attack. it's only a mild one well this is not a mild one this is a full blown cardiac arrest <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a lovely cat right so uh, would you say Jake is uh, number 7 yes oh yes that mullet 100%. In there. Well, he was number 7 in the rumble and he's number 7 on the mullet count Jesus we're getting entrant out there mullet out there entrant out there mullet number 8 outlaw Ron Bass Who's ha- unfortunately oh. had his mullet cut, mm-hmm. but he looks badass. With he that does. Shape. He really he does. Looks yeah, like yeah. He fuck you. Damn you I didn't recognise him at all at oh. first. I was like, I what the fuck looked, is that? I thought he looked really, really good. Jake just gets dumped out. Yeah. Yeah. Just unceremoniously. Unceremoniously dumped out by terrible. Andre. Really, I thought I was and then disgusted kind of with just that. Lagging the action for a bit. Number nine, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Absolute squeals from the crowd. It's just pure girls yeah. going. That was a bit like The Exorcist. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Perfect backdrops Axe over the top rope and then he goes to try and eliminate Michaels who does the skin the cat thing yeah. comes in hits a clothesline on Perfect who looks like he's been shot from the way bumps he does you know the way he it's does fucking it. excellent he does a fucking carrot wheel from just getting punched in the face he is unbelievable it's great to see people like Mr. Perfect and Shawn Michaels in there because before it's like you know Ron Bass and Andre and all are these big hosses yeah. and then yeah. you've got like lads who are you know genuine athletes then. like up until this point of the match it's mostly just been kick punch rest against the rope pretend like you're going to definitely yeah. really slowly and then all of a sudden the next while we get Non-stop. a lot of good entrants coming yeah. in there's a lot of good action See, like I think this this rumble and this pay-per-view if you consider the first match as well I think it does a pretty good job of uh, kind of highlighting some of the, the younger 
the younger wrestlers the more technically sound wrestlers exactly the brawlers like if you look at Bret Hart's performance in the tag team match like that was out of this world and then you've got like Gennetti and Michaels coming in and like Mr. Perfect as well and And even bigger athletes like the brain busters and stuff like that they're bigger men but they can still work that style of like you know and it's it's, fast it's, it's paced well done as well it's not like just a like you know lame clotheslines and stupid looking punches and all like it's, it looks like they're actually beating the shit out of these people yeah and but like technically sound as well yeah, if you know really what I mean good, yeah. so uh, do we need to put oh, uh, Michaels. Shawn Michaels to yes. the club that's number 8 uh, excuse me Sorry, those keeping track at home yeah. <laughs> number 10 is Bushwhacker Butch oh. but nothing really happens yeah, nothing with really this happens. except in this two minute period Jake comes back out and throws Damon in the ring and Andre Browns his singlet he fucking he eliminates oh he just <laughs> he, he leaps over that t- I swear he was 20 years younger he <laughs> scarpers out of that ring and he is gone is he and the like, crowd love it is he shoot afraid of snakes <laughs> no I don't think so he fucking looks shoot <laughs> yeah, afraid he does, of snakes yeah. so, and I thought that was great because it was like you know rather than doing the fucking obvious thing of getting seven of them to like Push dump them out, it was like, like, like I do every year with the big show oh like, yeah. my God. every year every rumble you know the big show and Mark Henry and all have a great chance no they don't yeah, they're all good. They're <laughs> fa- oh lads fuck off jokers like but yeah and he so they, they, that was something I'm going to say something new but it was it was at least different to yeah. the whole ganging up on a big lad it was like you know a different aspect and he eliminated himself number 11 is the honky tonk man I feel, I feel bad for, for the honky tonk man yeah. at this stage because yeah. like well, no, I'm, not, I'm not too sure like He's, he's over as a heel. He's a fairly well liked guy backstage as well, though, right? Like I there was never so, any yeah. sort of major problems with him or anything. Not that I've heard of, anyway. No, I don't think. I think he kind of just. I don't know. I was listening to an interview with Jake the Snake last week, and yeah. he absolutely. But you're always going to get. Him, you're he always going to get people him. who like. Well, see, Honky has been a bit of a prick on the shoot interview scene, and that yeah, way. he has yeah. indeed. He'd slay people like Jake for being a junkie, basically, yeah. or he's you know, which whatever. Like, but what, what I guess what I'm trying to drive at is like. I feel bad for him because you know he had like a seriously long reign as the IC champion like and then still the longest one ever taken like, away yeah, yeah. taken away in like yeah. 30 seconds well that was and his that was his idea because he knew Warrior would make money but so. like he's just not getting anywhere no. in the past well, like, pay per views he's just been he's, doing nothing he's still over because when he gets in Mr. Perfect tries multiple times to eliminate him and the crowd are like screaming for him yeah. to be eliminated they fucking yeah. hate him which I don't know if that's a good th- well it is a good oh, thing of course it's a good thing yeah. yeah like the crowd like even though Mr. Perfect's a heel as well they want Honky fucking out of there number 12 is Tito Santana Chico Santana Muller or no Muller I think I I, I would say he's a member of the club oh, yeah, yeah get him in there old Tito he gets a great pop in fairness and he helps, ah, pick, yeah. helps pick up that pace he's one of the more yeah. athletic guys there's a bit in the middle obviously more athletic where Bass hits Michaels with an unreal backdrop yeah. you know Michaels oh, can yeah. get that fucking the hang ridiculous time. height yeah. oh it's it's great number 13 unlucky 13 is bad news brown <laughs> that's just 13 isn't a good number bad news what yeah, were you on were you? about you yeah, it's yeah. good news it's good, good news, news. Oh. does he not maybe he doesn't mean himself I mean does he mean <laughs> it's good news for like people who like bad news for the other rest like as in <laughs> negative like as in negative situations is it good for negative situations is that what he's trying to say I don't think so is it not existential bullshit (laughs) it feels to me like existential bullshit alright or just bad promo writing so this is the most we've had in the ring so far eight lads in the ring Tito and Butch dump Honky out to a massive ovation that's that's kind of what was informing my point there he just went out he was eliminated there was a great bit Jesse goes look how upset all the fans are (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, he was on point. He really yeah, was. Yeah. He was fucking excellent. Uh, Michaels hits a nice double axe handle off the top to Barson yeah. Brown. Then at number 14 is his partner, Marty Janetti. More girl squeals. Woo! That was a better one. Uh, yeah, the Rockers eliminate Bass with a double drop kick. That was pretty cool. Sends him over the top. Tito hits uh, Greg Valentine, I believe. No, he's been eliminated. What am I talking about? Sorry, my notes are all over the shop. <laughs> <laughs> he hits someone. <laughs> Some fucker. I think, I think it was... I can't remember who he hits. He hits someone with his uh, flying forearm finisher, but he can't manage to eliminate them. Number 15 is the world heavyweight champion. The matchup... Did you what? Sorry. Actually, you didn't add Gennetti to the count. Party Gennetti. <laughs> forget him. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the world heavyweight champion is Mr. Halfway. It's Macho Man Randy Savage. Yep, yep. He yeah. fucking... You saying bolts it to the ring, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. He kicks the fucking shit out of Bad News Brown as well. Like, all over him. And then he just dumps Valentine out with a back body drop. Which means it was Valentine that Tito yeah, Santana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But he just jumped, dumps him out and then got... And for a good period of time, I'd say a good six or seven more entrants, Bad News and Savage go at it in the ring. They're clotheslining each other. They're yeah. doing running elbows. They running really kicks. spend a lot of time with they, each other. Like, even on, on the ropes the as well. The action is all like, around the ropes, but you can see them two are just still in the middle just beating the But at the last pay-per-view, Bad News was demanding a title shot. He and was. Macho yeah. Man's still the champion. So that's obviously like a feud that I they like were uh, probably thinking about. Thinking possibly, about or yeah. possibly doing on the house show circuit or perhaps whatever. Or, yeah, or, or yeah, that, that's yeah, a good yeah. shout as well. It was, I liked it. Like uh, Bad News is not particularly a great wrestler, but I re- the two of them really went at it and yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Number 16 is Aaron Anderson. We've seen from Survivor Series that the Brain Busters and the Rockers were kind of starting a feud. So he goes straight after Michaels. But then I know Savage shows a bit of heelishness and he helps Anderson eliminate Michaels. The two of them hit a back elbow to Michaels and he goes flying over the top rope. So I was like, Again, this just kind of... I was like, wondering, is that like a subtle heelishness on Savage's part? I definitely think that's yeah, the case. Yeah. Like I was saying to you guys um, earlier on, like the, the way they've done this whole tease up to the... or the lead up to... The mega powers. The, the break up of the mega yeah. powers is fucking fantastic. It's, like yeah. it's just a hint after... Not, not even hint, just like, you know... Like straw, like, like straw after straw after straw yeah. until obviously it gets to yeah. the final straw. And I like they like... He eliminated Shawn Michaels who well he's like you know known but he's such a low down the card face yeah, that yeah. people won't get ma- so pissed off they won't think that's what did Savage do? it's not like he's turning around and eliminating like you know Warrior or something yeah, like that it's yeah, like yeah. he's Shawn Michaels they're like oh you know okay it's every man from they can kind of forgive Savage for that definitely yeah. but it's still a little bit heelish yeah, yeah. number 17 is Tully Blanchard Aaron's partner and they basically kick the shit out of party Gennady and fuck him over the top yeah he, he, he tried his best but two on one he was even, he was even hanging on he was even hanging on with his toes basically yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> fella. it was pretty cool number 18 is anybody want to um, say his name Coke Hogan <laughs> Coke Hogan comes in and just hurls Mr. Perfect out like an asshole Ooh. like a fucking asshole fuck you but Mr. Perfect had been in there for a very long time at that stage to that be doesn't fair. matter no no I'm not saying it. fucking he's grey he's fucking great. grey Hogan has to come in and just he holds Perfect out Savage dumps Tito over the top but the cameras miss it completely and then number 19 is Bushwhacker Luke gets in and basically the second Luke gets in his partner Butch is dumped out by Bad News Brown and Savage and Bad News wallop the shit out of each other once again <laughs> <laughs> number 20 Coco Beware uh, the Birdman he lasts about a minute and then Hogan yeah. just throws him out and it's out of nowhere like Coco's just standing there by the ropes and Hogan basically just walks over fireman's carries him and 
Coco, Coming Hogan's out. best friend from Survivor Series. Oh, yeah, I was I just about to say yeah, that. Yeah. Is there an association between uh, Coco Beware and the Mega Powers? Because he was wearing their same colours. Just like, you know, undercard face, basically. Yeah. No. He was on the team. At, well, no, I, I, I know that as well. Yeah. yeah. Like, but is there, like, is there a deeper connection? Does, no. Like, because I, really I was getting, I was like, okay, so you've got Randy Savage over there, you got Hulk Hogan there, but both wearing the same colors because it's part of the same tag. He probably had Coco Beware. He's literally. He probably had that color tights, and he thought if he keeps wearing them, people might, might, yeah. might, yeah. <laughs> might get that main event shot. Like, no, one you lasted sixty seconds in the rumble. Fuck off, Hall of Famer Coco Beware. Yeah. Show a bit of respect. Yeah, <laughs> number twenty-one is the Warlord. Oh right. God! So as Warlord's making his way down, uh, Hogan double clotheslines both the Brainbusters out. So that's another two eliminations. The Warlord steps in, immediately eats a Hogan clothesline and falls back in two seconds is how long the official time for him lasting is. So lads, let's talk about this for a sec. At Survivor Series, they made a whole deal of like the heel world champions demolition throwing a face and their main opponents, the powers of pain throwing heel. Throwing Mr. Fuji. They made them out to be big bad motherfuckers dangerous yeah. bastards then they gave Mr. Fuji two promos on the card obviously hyping them up again and the warlord got two seconds like what it's, it's bad booking it is if they're gonna do there's that, no excuse gonna for it it's bad booking if they're gonna do that two second thing there's there's definitely a, a shit someone like, else yeah fucking Coco Valentine Red Rooster Red Rooster get Red Rooster to do that yeah you know, to be fair though Valentine's like 73 in this he's not he's like 40 but like the <laughs> point is he's not on the up and no. he's also yeah, exactly he's, he's also, over the hill he's also not got the physique of the fucking warlord yeah yeah. you know what I mean do you really want to watch the warlord wrestling for ages though well no but no. it's the story they were building up <laughs> the I know, I know, yeah. about, though, you know oh. do either of you have any clue what happened there or would you I don't know like, oh, well, kind of, they I obviously needed someone to, yeah, t- to clear the that, ring they, so that Hogan and Savage could have their could have their moments moment. yeah true yeah, yeah. Weird, but it was as, a as strange said, person they, to put the, in that the spot. father was was a strange decision. Yeah, because like, they looked know? like they were pushing them to the to the moon, and then they're yeah, like, yeah. "Actually, you, what you're going to do is you're just going to get clothesline out in two seconds." It's pretty and the lo- the line is kind of like it's a famous enough line from that. It's like the warlord steps in <laughs> and he's back out again. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, like it's oh, poor warlord, poor warlord. Yeah, time for the most important part of this match. So after Hogan eliminates the warlord after two seconds he turns around sees bad news brown trying to eliminate savage has him go halfway over the top rope and hogan just wanders up gra- grabs brown pushes him but like dumps savage as well yeah he doesn't make any attempt to save savage sa- he doesn't like what a normal person would do would be a double axe handle to save your mate yeah. dumps the two of them over yeah. and then he turns around savage is fuming and understandably so too right runs back in and He's like, what the fuck? Pushes him and goes, what the fuck are you at? And Hogan was like, oh, I didn't... And he turns to the crowd as if, like, back me up. I didn't know. I'm like, oh, fucking hate... I know it's... Right, I know he's playing a character, but I'm... Like, he's obviously his part. He has a part... I find that most wrestling personalities are just inflated versions of the person Mm. who is playing them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, like, I... Obviously, if if your gimmick is that you're something fucking mad weird, then, like... Savage... Savage just starts pushing him in the face. Like he gets, like you know, that really annoy me. He starts, like, like there's a there's a, some slapping that goes back yeah, and forth. And they're kinda, pointing at each other, and, and he kind of starts rubbing Hogan's face, going "fuck off." Yeah, fuck yeah, off. yeah. And then Elizabeth runs down, and she's like, "Stop, stop," you know, whatever. Like, you know, and then and you can see, and you then can. Savage is like, "All right, all right, 
You can see that though. He's doing it for Elizabeth. You can see him. Because yeah. he just, he, he's literally, he's on fire one minute and then yeah. he stops and he's like, all right. Yeah. And he and he's apologising. And, then and he's like, I'm sorry. And then Hogan looks at his hand as if like he's after showing him his dick. Yeah. And then he, like, <laughs> he looks at it like a little bit in disgust and then he turns around to the crowd like, will I shake his hand? Well, yeah, you're the one who did something wrong, you fucking arsehole, and he's forgiven you. So he eventually shakes his hand. Savage and Elizabeth leave as number 22 comes out the big boss man Hogan kicks the shit out of him for a bit yeah. slams him in the middle of the ring but boss man fights back hits an avalanche splash in the corner pile driver in the middle of the ring and he's beating the crap out of him and Jesse's like, Jesse says something like I'm really loving how the boss man is doing in a one on one situation with Hogan Gorilla goes what do you mean boss man's fresh Hogan's been out there for half an hour and Jesse starts an hour Jesse starts like laughing going what are you talking about Gorilla Hogan has been out there for eight minutes. <laughs> That's very shy of half an hour. Yeah. You know, like I know that I know you stretch the truth and wrestling's a lie. Of course, of course. Make it a, make say 15, believable. Fifteen yeah. minutes. And even I mean? fifteen minutes is still a decent amount to be yeah. blown up after. Like you uh, know, when a fresh lad comes out to fight. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh my I have God. to say, I cannot praise Jesse Jesse Ventura enough. for putting up with Gorilla. <laughs> oh, for putting up, up I with like Gorilla. Gorilla. Let me be clear that I like Gorilla, but in this pay per view, he really he got was. On my he nerves. was terrible. He was he, terrible. Like, a lot of it, I think, is the booking though, like because he's there trying to protect the faces, but the faces are just doing such like healers things that it's impossible for yeah. him to like actually maybe to it yeah of course to a certain extent but there's also the like yeah but exaggerating you're making yourself much. look like yeah. an idiot then like you know yeah. and you have to maintain your credibility as well otherwise why would the fuck are the fans going to even listen to you I know you know it's, it's her. weird so number 23 comes out it's Akeem the African Dream so it's the, twins, it's the Twin Towers and Hogan in there he fights them off for a bit but he even gets Akeem to do a fucking bump <laughs> Fucking hell! Yeah, what he must have offered him like a spot at WrestleMania. Or yeah. something. Holy God! Get Big Max. A few Big Max gets Akeem. Okay, slams Akeem, but they they just prove too much for him and they dump him over. Yeah, Even though going into this, I knew who won the Rumble. I started getting like worked. Basically, I completely forgot because I got sucked into the match. And I for like I was just in my head going, "Yeah, Hogan's gonna win." Because in your head, you think, in your head, you think Hogan. And then when he went out, I was like. Yes, <laughs> yes. Hogan's out. Excellent. Um, and he's un- and unceremoniously dumped. Yeah. No foul play. No mm-hmm. nightstick. No manager. Just two. And one. Gorilla still tries to say like, "Oh, that was nasty." Twin Towers. Like that was nasty. Twin Towers played one hundred percent within the rules. Yeah, yeah. and they beat him up and fucked him out. And still two on one though. So Hogan, being a sore loser, yeah, faced the company pulls. Boss uh, man under the bottom rope starts brawling with him outside. Akeem comes out under the ropes, obviously, and they start kicking the shit out of Hogan outside, which brings on number. Oh, you have some. Have you got a note on that? Oh, no, Hang wait, on wait. a minute. Yeah. Have we been disregarding our. Uh, oh, no, there's our a lot of, lot of bald cunts. A lot of bald cunts. Lot of bald right. Akeem has a nice haircut, doesn't he? Is it a mullet? I wouldn't say oh, it's a mullet. You calm down. Okay. What about Hogan? Oh, shit. Yeah, Hogan. Sorry, I was distracted by the fact he's... Yeah, so, yeah, we got we into a bit of a tire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, so, my notes on this part of the match, yeah. when uh, Hogan gets eliminated, I'm just like, Hogan is clearly a heel here. Like, what's he doing? He won't accept that he's been eliminated, even though he's been eliminated fair and square, and he keeps going, I'm going back in, I'm going back in. And then he starts eliminating people who are still in the match, even though he's yeah. already been eliminated. Number 24, Brutus Beefcake comes in. So he ends up inside with the Twin Towers. If Hogan's not going to beat the Twin Towers... Beef around, <laughs> you know what I mean. But boss man goes to run off the ropes, and Hogan pulls the top rope down, 
and he gets eliminated and Jesse goes surely that's against the rules Jesse's going mad and he's like he was eliminated he should have left ringside he's no place at ringside yeah, and yeah, Gorilla yeah. actually says so what <laughs> so what was his comeback I was like no, like, you can't say that. You can't say that. He's thing, being a heel. Yeah, you you could like accept that from a face character like Stone Cold because he's he, still. But that's an anti-hero, though. Yeah, that's and, like, and, and, and in his promos, he says like, "I don't trust anyone. I'm gonna get anyone who gets in my way." Yeah. Whereas Hogan spends his whole promos like going, oh, "I'm such a nice guy. Take your vitamin and say your prayers," Drink and then just milk, constantly yeah. is a hypocrite and acts yeah, like a yeah. prick. You can kind of see the backstage personality coming out a little bit in the in the in the kind of the he, on camera. He needs to stay out there and take. Oh, I need to uh, glory the Keep glory the attention the glory. on him. Yeah, yeah fucking so, fucking cunt. So he he gets anyway. He causes the big boss man. He's eventually they brawl all the way down the ramp or not ramp floor <laughs> uh, to the back basically, and that's the last time you see. Put them. in all our anger and vitriol towards Hulk we missed number twenty four as mullet. Yeah. Yeah, number Eva. twenty-four is number twelve on our mullet Ooh, count. You know so what? We're still mullet, we're still quite shy yeah. of our record. Yeah, I, thinking, I thought we would knock that out yeah. of the park. Too many bald cunts. <laughs> <laughs> what are they thinking? Number twenty-five is the red rooster. Oh, unlucky oh, fourteen on the mullet count. So the rooster comes out to not cheers, not booze, just to silence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what that's what a wrestler. Does. Even it's if a lack of interest, if you, like you know, these days Roman Reigns gets booed to fuck. But at the end of the day, that means people have an opinion on Roman Reigns. And they know who he is. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but if you come out and people go, and it's fucking crickets, then it's like, oh, no. You can say the Red Rooster all you want. like. <laughs> Sorry, you can say, say that again, Dave? The Red Rooster. <laughs> That's going to be a sound point now for every yes. round rooster. Round rooster. Round rooster. <laughs> we, should, we should come up with a match called the Round Rooster and sell it to someone. <laughs> TNA probably <laughs> <laughs> they'd buy it so basically what you do is you have a Terry Taylor on a pole match yeah. and call it the round rooster <laughs> right yeah, yeah. <laughs> so rooster does on number 26 is the barbarian so but, oh it just becomes an absolute low punch kick oh, in stop. the corner this is the worst part of the Royal Rumble in my opinion it gets, yeah. it gets fucking bad it's, it gets very, it's bad. just a lot of massive and lads. it's about to get Badder <laughs> Number 27 Big John Stud At least he has a nice haircut He does He does Pop Number 14 Here uh, lads How terrible was Big John Stud um, On a scale of 1 to 30 For everybody in the Royal Rumble He was the warlord's amount of time in the, like, he, was, he was Oh he was shy And he kept like just like he was like he wasn't a face or heel. He, he was fighting Akeem And if anybody else tried to fight Akeem He just pushed, he pushed him, him He pushed him away And then he was basically like, "No, I'm going to rest in the corner for the next 15 minutes." Yeah. You fucking prick. Yeah, he didn't. He like he didn't look good no. at all. He's a big guy, but that doesn't look like muscle. No. There was one stage where he he suplexed someone. I can't remember who it was, but he suplexed someone. Uh, Gorilla was like, "Oh, perfectly executed suplex!" And he picks him back up and he gives him a gut wrench. But he literally just fucking. No, like, that's Teddy Biasi at the end. That suplex was a thing of beauty. But the, the gut was, wrench after oh, was fucking terrible. It was one of the best double underhook suplexes I've ever seen in my life. But then the goat wrench was off. <laughs> it was terrible. It may as well have been a pile driver. It yeah, was, oh, yeah. it was bad. You nearly dropped him on his yeah. head. Like It was, oh. But like anyway. earlier in the match, we had yeah. the Rockers, the Brainbusters, Tito Santana, Mr. Perfect all in the ring at one time. And now we have this pile of yeah. hot shit yeah, in the match. Got, terrible. We've got like, oh, the Barbarian's somewhat athletic. I'll give him that. We've got John Studd. We've got the Beefer. We've got Akeem. <laughs> Red Rooster is athletic, but he's just going to get squashed by absolutely everyone. Yeah, exactly. Like, 
Yeah, in my notes I even just noticed there, Rooster is the only athletic one in there. So number 28 comes out. Are we going to get an athlete? Hercules. Oh, thank God. Yeah. So, uh, Stud and Akeem are still born as senseless in the corners. And the, they seem to, like, obviously Vinnie Mac is there going, yeah, keep it on Akeem and Big John. It's like, yeah, yeah. no, this is born the tits off me, thanks very kindly. It's Nothing, nothing happens. 29. An actual athlete, Rick Martel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes out. Has a lovely haircut. Yeah, he does. Put Adam down. Martel comes straight in, tries to eliminate the rooster with a fireman's carry, but to no avail. So the last man in is Ted DiBiase. You know what? Number I think, thirty. I think Ted DiBiase kind of saved the end of this match. For oh, me. good God, he did. If, if that had been anybody, if anybody <laughs> else, it would have been bad. Bad news. Burning. I was watching him walk down the walk down the mm. end, and I was like, thank. Fuck. Like Rick Martel. Thank is, fuck. Rick Martel is pretty good, but he's not high enough up the card for no. it to for to warrant such a reaction. Like, what, like, and it's not even Ted DiBiase's like athletic skills or like his you know mm. his speed or you know it's kind his of character. It's his character. Yeah. It's it's all his character. And it's amazing. Yeah. It's good. I'm gonna be honest. Like whichever number he pulled and swapped with Slick was like 23 and 24. That's not that bad. No, <laughs> no. I wouldn't yeah. have gone mad about. I wouldn't have gone fucking hell. I would have gone. Oh, yeah, I could probably survive that. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's actually yeah, right. Well, like. like if you have that much money, sure you might as well get number yeah, two. I loved it. There was a point where Jesse was like, "You know, we might have. Uh, you might want to prove something to the people. You know, maybe, number one. Maybe you got number one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. That doesn't make any sense. No, whatsoever. because we've already seen the first twenty nine. <laughs> yeah. You know who number one was. So yeah, number thirty is the million dollar man Ted DiBiase. So with him out there, there are eight wrestlers left: DiBiase, the Red Rooster, the Beefer, Rick Martel, the Barbarian, Hercules, Akeem and big fat John Stewart. here lads how blown up does that game get oh my god well they, they had him out for 10 people barely that's far fucking too long for a move. game to do it whips Rooster to the buckles where he does the flare flop over and gets eliminated I thought that looked kind of cool to be yeah honest. it did it looked yeah. very good Beefcake jumps on Hercules back and locks in the sleeper to which DiBiase and Barbarian run up behind him and dump them both out I thought that was another like you know, it's better than because there was has been a lot of just dumps out do you know what I mean like just put you near the ropes and throw you over whereas things like this yeah, like a lad yeah, has a sleeper yeah. and they throw the lad he's sleep, putting it on over to Take it's just a, a, a bit of kind of like unique eliminations so Barbarian hits his flying headbutt to Martel who absolutely no that's his finisher and he just no sells it <laughs> ducks a clothesline and drop kicks Barbarian in the back sending him flying over the rope like just that'd be like in you know like a Royal Rumble these days Triple H pedigree and a lad and picking him up and the lad just throwing Triple H out it would just make no sense it really weird somehow I don't think that would be allowed no. to happen <laughs> bad example Graham so Martel yeah but that's what I mean that's what it's like yeah no you're right Yeah. Martel goes to crossbody Akeem but Akeem being fucking huge catches him midair dumps him over the top rope so there's only three people left Akeem, DiBiase and Stud so DiBiase and Akeem double team Stud for a while it's boring he's like instructing him yeah. with the... but then Stud pulls DiBiase in between the two of them and he gets crushed <laughs> so Akeem goes to try and help DiBiase up and Stud basically clotheslines Akeem in the back from the he, back like he barely scrapes yeah. off him it looks and Akeem, shit and Akeem is like fucking Neville doing a flip out like, <laughs> yeah, he gets yeah. tipped and he just goes <laughs> flying over the top so the, the final two Big John Stud million dollar man Stud just beats him he chokes slams him into the tone because that looks kind of cool I did look Stiff, cool, but cool right but yeah. here's my problem with yeah. like he has him up in the air yeah he's right beside the rope throw him over throw him over yeah like, <laughs> I, 
Now you don't need to choke slam him from the ring to the ground. No. Like you can just you just, can even give him a toss. Just, you you know, can choke slam him throw him into the Virgil. Apron. Yeah, or into Virgil. Virgil. Catch him, catch him yeah. Like, yeah, that's at that, anyway. I got pissed off. Anyway, about that. yeah. Then he hits him with that beautiful double underhook suplex. That's what it says in my notes. <laughs> and then that is followed by the not so beautiful gut wrench suplex. He dumps him on his head nearly. It's bad. And then he just holds him over the top rope. And that's it. Yeah. Again, that's it. unceremoniously. Virgil, and before they even announce it, Virgil gets in. Virgil is... He, he can't run the ropes. No. He can't do anything. And he like tries to run in and... Stu- it feels like Stud is kind of semi-shooting on him. He's just clothesline yeah, him and slamming yeah. him. And he fucks him out like the... And I think like Jesse and Gorilla Boke are the 31st elimination. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, and yeah. Then, so yeah, that lasted one hour, four minutes and 53 seconds. Mm-hmm. Overall, overall, I know we fucking bang banged and we had our little bits, but what overall thoughts there? My thoughts were that they booked that Hogan Macho Man thing too early in the match because yeah. that was a great spot, but once they were gone, the crowd didn't care anymore. Yeah, once Hogan was out, I didn't care. And obviously from what I've said before, I'm not a Hogan fan. Mm-hmm. There was no there was one no, left. Yeah. There's no one left who's a star. Like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. final four was like the worst final four of a Royal Rumble. DBS, no, DBS, 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 should have won it. Yeah, yeah I yeah, thought definitely. so too. Yeah. Uh, especially having traded to get number thirty would have been kind of a good story. Yeah. And there's nothing on the line in this Rumble anyway. It doesn't matter it's not, who it's wins. It's not for the WrestleMania spot. No, it's nothing. So they could have let him have it. Like they could have had, like you know, would have been good heat for him, but there was nothing else. And what they could have had is another wrestler who they wanted him to feud with not Hercules be the last man with him yeah, and be in there let's say coming at like 20 yeah. 19 so he's been in there ages and then Virgil and then, cheats and then Virgil cheats and, you know, yeah. and, he, and he gets it and then they could have said the thing you bought your way to number 30 you should have been only two places behind me not 15 or whatever Like, and the lads and on the that, mic that sets up a feud the lads even mentioned the fact that Virgil or Gorilla was like Virgil shouldn't be there you know yeah, like, there's all the other managers and he's like well he's a leave. bodyguard he's not a manager the yeah. rules explicitly say that it's you know no managers like but like which it but just, then, but it Virgil, but Virgil never actually interferes he no. only after DiBiase's out he attacks but stood to there's a bail. perfect setup there for a deadly story yeah and it's just thrown away so what they do is they, they give it to Big John Stud who goes into semi-retirement in 1993 or, well sorry leaves the WWF before the end of the year apparently because of bad payoffs sorry mate you just fucking main evented a pay-per-view yeah, yeah I doubt your payoff was that bad if you went to the indie circuit went into semi-retirement until 1993 where he had to fully retire due to an illness and then eventually led to his death in 1995 we we're talking about him looking fucking huge apparently that was to do it like he took a lot of human growth hormones serious which changed his obviously the size of him and his skeletal structure and all because he died of um Hodgkin's lymphoma which is like a type of cancer yeah, yeah. but that was basically the human growth hormone help basically caused those tumours to grow beyond their Jesus. so you know don't do drugs kids no, don't do no. drugs a couple of little notes uh, Hogan set a new record for most eliminations with 9 uh, of course Mr. he did Mr. Perfect set the longevity record with 27 minutes and 58 seconds that's deadly it is that did keep the record for a good while it's uh, a- I think 2 years Okay. yeah man we'll of the match that. man of the match either between two people yeah, I, don't know if I, two people I haven't thought of it yeah well my two people longevity wise Mr. Perfect yeah, in yeah. there for yeah. so long he's really good when he is there his promo before the match was great and the other one who stood out to me wasn't in there so long but everything he did just kind of showed how good he was even at this early stage and that was Shawn Michaels Moyen was also Mr. Perfect for all the reasons you mentioned he was in there for a long time but he 
did things when he was in there. Yeah. It wasn't like stood being in there for 10 minutes and just being a bore and plank of wood may as well have been in there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Stood, what? Uh, <laughs> we. <laughs> he was just so great. He lasted so long. He had, he had the ability to last that long. And then the other one was actually Savage because the way he ran to the ring and the way he just... He was non-stop as well. He didn't... He took very little breaks, you know, in the corner where you do nothing. And his basic... And the fact that his storyline was like, you know, it, he, he still did all that and he was included in the main kind of storyline of the Rumble. Yeah, so yeah. So it's... Oh, it's between them two, really. Honestly, the first person that came to my head when we said, man, the match was Shawn Michaels for me. By a, by, a, by a country mile, I was really... Like, I just... I don't know whether it's just the mark in me or whatever, mm. but just seeing him, like, you know come down to the ring and just do the yeah. stuff he was doing like I was I was going mad at that even stage even the way he like skinned the cap and everything yeah, yeah. like that no one else was doing stuff like that like yeah. to keep it interesting like yeah, exactly. will he be eliminated will he not be yeah. like so we say it must be a toy between Michaels and Perfect then because we've both they both got two, two votes. votes each yeah. I suppose yeah that's good the finances right it did 165,000 boys the last pay-per-view WF pay-per-view to do under 200,000 boys was the wrestling classic like it did more than the wrestling classic but every pay-per-view since then has done over 200,000 yeah, yeah, yeah like I think previous Wrestlemania did like 650 or something yeah or like 600 whereas one I know it's the first Royal Rumble on pay-per-view I don't know do you think because it was the torty thing and they didn't have you know Hogan and Savage on a marquee that might have been yeah, I think yeah, it's because it's right after Christmas people are like I'd say there's a few contributing factors I'd say the fact that the only title match on the show is the women's title like there's no intercontinental no tag team yeah. title match and then like the Royal Rumble has no stakes attached to it like no. you're not really missing out on that much if you don't buy this pay-per-view yeah, 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 yeah. that's true You look, I like seeing that though like how they learn from this stuff how they have learned from that stuff yeah you know and uh, you'd never see like as bad as some of the booking is in WWE nowadays yeah you'd never see that no you'd never see what was done there no you wouldn't people would be strung up uh, like, a lad who's just co- well I was going to say a lad who's just come back win the Rumble Edge did it didn't he and Batista and Batista yeah and Cena, Cena. Or, did, or did Taker win that one no Cena won that Cena one, won that one. Yeah. but they're all well established yeah, names they're all yeah former world champions yeah exactly and they, like, you know Cena and Edge were all surprise comebacks yeah. whereas J- John Stone had been well known he'd been announced you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. so best and worst match <laughs> are we including the Royal Rumble in this or what's the story yeah, think, we... if there's only four matches I think we should yeah yeah should we just let's <laughs> let's just let's, skip worst we all know the women's we all know what the worst yeah. match is yeah. it's yeah. the women's match it's very very bad definitely yeah. if you want to add any any additional notes I'll add, an extra, I'll add an extra very in there it's very oh, very yeah. very bad very bad okay yeah. very bad <laughs> it's really bad except really very bad yeah very really bad very really very 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 really bad <laughs> it's not good it's not no so best matches I am going to go with the six man tag two or three mm. faults it had everything you need I had two excellent tag teams in the Rougeaus and the Hart Foundation who can work solid tag team wrestling. It had the clunky fucking muscle blokes and Dino Bravo and Hacksaw Jim Duggan, but they were used sparingly so it didn't make them in the right way as fucking well. Fucking infuriated. They were, yeah, they were used well. And I always love a good two or three falls match. Yeah. I, I really like two or three falls matches. You don't see them too much anymore. Not enough. You don't see yeah, them enough. Yeah. I, I always like them. I had everything. And I had everything. I had like. Dino Bravo doing big power moves. I had Anvil crushing people. I had the Rougeaus doing their gymnastic shtick. I had technical stuff from Hart. I had everything. And I think maybe apart from the finish of the D, like the fucking 2 by 4 yeah, venues, yeah. which kind of weakens 
Duggan really when I mean, they should have Bravo being the weak one. I, st- I thought it was it was a better match. The Rumble. I was thinking the Rumble was going to take it up until the point where it got to about twenty when Hogan got dumped out. Yeah, and then it was just these people I don't care about. That's and they're how, all that's massive. A, they're all yeah, fucking huge yeah. and, and slow. they're all gassed. I was yeah. like, no, this match is ruined now. If they had done the first half second and the second half first, it would have been a much better. Oh, definitely, yeah. definitely. It would have taken my match of the night. Yeah, damn it. Yeah, it it kind of pains me to give Hacksaw Jim Duggan match mm, of the night, yeah, but uh, yeah, I have to agree with you. It was the best match, but like. Not because of Duggan. <laughs> no, and it's and it's not because it was but an amazing match. It was yeah. grand, but like nothing on the card really stood out. There was only what four matches. Yeah, can't give it to the pose down. That was a segment, not a match. Yeah. So uh, would you actually call that better than any match on this card? I have the women's match. They can't count. I, I I was entertained, but it went on too long. But damn, you need to. to <laughs> I think we need to recruit for a new fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I was entertained by. Uh, by uh, the brain okay oh well the brain is okay then yeah so yeah. you're but giving it to the six man as well yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when I was thinking about this initially yeah. I was kind of torn between the six man tag match and the the haku and oh uh, really yeah I purely, did not like that purely well not purely based but I liked like I, you guys were saying you didn't find it too stiff I thought it was fairly fucking stiff for the most no, part but, like, I don't, and stiff. I also liked yeah. uh, really really appreciated uh, Bobby Heenan on the outside of the ring I thought he brought a completely new well, dimension to the match this match doesn't mean a good match no I know yeah but like in this card no I, I, you know, still, I still I'm, thought it was a bad match I'm giving it to the six man tag match no 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 okay, doubt about like, it but I just the fact that you liked that match I know, <laughs> it, was just, it was more just entertaining like you know like, like the fucking like you know what you're gonna it. have to recruit for two new members now <laughs> <laughs> we'll start our own podcast yeah, with blackjacks and hookers <laughs> blackjacks Blackjack. <laughs> oh, what about blackjacks? That's sweet. Bass yeah, well, sweet. they're going to be there as well. And fruit salads. Oh, and the and apple ones. Apple, apple jacks. jacks. Apple jacks. Oh, yeah, apple jacks are good. Right? Give me them. Yeah, shot. I'd love a good Roy of the Rovers bar, maybe. As they well. were good. Or they Dan were good. bars. Would you say, though? Like, Bruiser bars. Whichever, oh. whichever like, one we want to choose as our favourite bit, I'd say that's uh, our prerogative. <laughs> oh! <No. laughs> Back to the song of the year. Yeah, no, yeah. no. Do you, do you know what I did there, Graham? Do you want me to explain it to you? Is it because everybody's talking so much crap about you? Why can't <laughs> they just let you live? <laughs> My prerogative. <laughs> yeah, okay. On that no, note. I was just, I was just, I'm not against it. I was just saying that I didn't like the match, and Dave did. Yeah, so ah, well, look, that doesn't happen a lot on this podcast I find a lot of time we kind of agree but it's not that I liked it like it was a grand I thought it was a grand match it didn't really offend me too much I didn't think it was a grand match I thought it was a bad match well there you go that's, 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 the, that's, the, a, that's the difference but it wasn't like I was like yeah, it's not like it was a fucking not, great match it's like, not like you're turning around to me and going jeez I really love that Rock and Robin Judy man <laughs> <laughs> then, I'd, then I'd say get out of my house and never return <laughs> yeah. please six man tag kind of takes it doesn't definitely, it definitely definitely yeah. so that was WWF's Royal Rumble 1989 Overall, overall, it was watchable. Yeah. Like I kind of have a little bit of nostalgia for it, and the fact that I'd watched it a few times on VHS yeah, yeah. as a kid. A kind of weird thing is the old, uh, in the UK and Ireland release on the VHS. It was just the warrior on the front who just took part in absolute. Like I know yeah. he was in this pose down, but he wasn't in a match. Like he wasn't the star of the show. No. Like it was kind of weird. They should have just had a match. But that was the start of their feud. It was. It was. It was. Building. But that that could have been on a Saturday night's main event yeah. or. Uh, yeah. Or even an episode of Superstars, or they could have clipped it then to not be fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, that, yeah. and then they, could, you know, I don't know, fuck. They could have another match, a different match yeah. with other people. They can have a few, well, as you can probably guess, they will have a match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At the next, we have very good uh, feud 
in the end. I'd I'd recommend watching the Rumble only for the fact if you were following the Mega Powers explode storyline. Yeah, yeah, that would be yeah. it only. It's an important. It feels like a turning point. It is point. an important point. Yeah, yeah. Especially because Hogan's just a heel. He's just a fucking heel. But he thinks he's a face. No, but they're they're portraying him as a face. So his mate gets battered. He doesn't help him. He just hugs his board. Girlfriend. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like your mate, you is know battered. yourself. Your mate. Yeah. If that like, was happening yeah. to you, like. your mate can hardly stand. Yeah, I know you've won the match. Congratulations. But your mate is finding it difficult to breathe over there. But no, you need to hug his girlfriend and spin her around and hold her hand. So that was at Survivor Series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was kind of he did he kind of was a bit handsy pansy at SummerSlam as well, wasn't he? His hands were like he was hugging her yeah. and stuff, and, and then Savage wasn't too comfortable. With and it. in between then and now, he's started asking Elizabeth to come Elizabeth out to his, his manager, manager yeah. even for it's when it's just his matches and yeah, Randy yeah, Savage yeah. isn't there. He's not That's too happy. No, it is a bit like I'm not into that. Yeah, and then here he just he blatantly eliminate it's not like you know a miscommunication where Bad News Brown ducked a clothesline and he accidentally clotheslined Savage Joe he blatantly eliminated him denied all knowledge of the fact contemplated refusing a handshake yeah and then fucking does that like, shit I'm sure if you go back and rewatch that elimination you'll see Hogan hooking one of Savage's legs or oh, something oh he's a piece yeah. of shit <laughs> I know look, I feel like I'm getting worked here and I definitely am but I just it's because I I have the foreknowledge knowledge that Hogan is a piece of shit yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah. Uh, it's important that we just say at this time it's not on the network version but on the Coliseum home video there's a post-match interview with Randy Savage yeah. and oh it's my God, really it's great it's for the so character good. development so ha- ha- and that have, story a li- have a listen to it here and just how good he is and he's visually he's getting in Mean Gene's face like and Mean Gene is like slightly afraid of him he's like I'm the champion I'm the champion yeah. and you know Elizabeth's like oh yeah it's a misunderstanding and Savage is really sarcastic he's going oh yeah I misunderstood oh, and then have a it's listen so it's good. really good it's, it's really so good. good back in the locker room area what we've seen in the Royal Rumble I cannot believe Macho Man Randy Savage it looked like there was going to be a, a showdown between the mega powers you and Hulk Hogan you gotta expect the unexpected when you get into the squared circle showdown type of situation I didn't think that there was going to be one but obviously Elizabeth what happened was I was eliminated, not because I wasn't the better man, but because I was a victim of circumstances. And a man in my position can't afford to look ridiculous. I'm the World Wrestling Federation champion, Gene Oakland. All right, just a moment, the Macho Man. Elizabeth, you were put in the unenviable position of being a manager for both of these two participants in the Royal Rumble. You tried to get between the two men. What was going through your mind? Gene, it was just a misunderstanding, and I think it's all cleared up. Yeah, it's all misunderstanding. Up. Misunderstanding, yeah, misunderstanding. I'm obviously the one that misunderstood the situation because I shook Hulk Hogan's hand, yeah, like the champion that I am. I wish him the best of luck, and I'm sure, what do you think of this? He wishes me the best of luck, huh? I'm sure he does, I'm maybe. sure Hulk Hogan wishes me the best of luck. I think this is yeah. more than just a, a slight misunderstanding. No, nope. I think that. No. Mega powers, yeah. Mega powers on and on and on and on forever and ever and ever. Nothing stops the mega powers. Never no right. All right, so I thank you very much, the Macho Man. I'm the World lady. Wrestling Federation champion. It should have been the king of the Royal Rumble. Shouldn't I have been Gene Oakland? Shouldn't I have been? The Macho Man and Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. get back to Jesse and Gorilla Monsoon. Oh, he's so good, isn't he, Savage? And after that, we couldn't find the full version, unfortunately, but uh, Jesse says, what is the term? I smell a rat. Oh, I smell a rat. He said that before, hasn't he? he said no, that no, that was, I think, damn confusing as promos. Yeah, this, oh, is, really? this is the time when he says it. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Had he said that before with the, like, at the, was it Survivor Series? It was Survivor Series where he did the, he interviewed Savage. He doesn't say, oh, I smell a rat. He's, he just, 
He's trying to stir the pot. Yeah, that is fucking Hogan, the fucking grabbing him by the tail. What a fucking wrath. That's the end of this episode. That's the start of 1989. Our next pay per view is WCW Shy Town Rumble. Oh shit! Rumble seems to be the gimmick of the early <laughs> early year uh, pay per views, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, and that is going to be headlined by Ric Flair against Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Oh, wow! Shit. So I'm Looking going to have a that. fucking yeah. good time. That yeah. sounds great. Yeah, that'll be good. Thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, if you liked it, give us an L subscription on iTunes, Stitcher, all that sort of lark, all those kind of apps. We are on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash BGA podcast. We're on Twitter at BGA Wrestling Pod. We're on Instagram at Bagot Almighty, where we put up all silly bitty photos and all that shit. Silly bitty. Uh, we have a little YouTube channel where we put up little clips of silly interviews and kind of botchy little things we see in pay per views and kind of funny things like that. And yeah, that's really it. So yeah, and on those things, give us a review if you want on iTunes or any wow. of those things. Tell us if we're shy if you want, but don't. Don't Give us five stars and say, alright. So, yeah, thanks. We will see you then, or we will see you on another time. So, it's goodbye from me, Derm. Well, I'm not Derm. No, no. Graham. Yeah. So, it's goodbye from me, Graham. Dave. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's you, you that's Dave. Name. Are you saying goodbye, Dave? <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, see you Tell you.